it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sales with Sully. I am your host, Scott Sullivan. Most of you know me as Sales with Sully. And every week, we take your comments, your questions, your suggestions, all the things that we talk about on social media, and we put them together in a show right here on Inspired News Radio. Thanks for tuning in this week. We are talking about ego bait, and we are going to define it, talk about it, and tell you a little bit about what's happening on the uh, internet today, Uh, some of the social media comments and questions and things that we talked about. So thanks for tuning in and being part of Sales with Sully right here on Inspired News Radio. So the topic today, of course, is ego bait. And what does that mean? What is ego bait? Well, (laughs) we've all seen it. Uh, It's usually some type of list. It doesn't necessarily have to be a list, but it's like they're the best restaurant that sells Chinese noodles that are handmade within a four block radius that has a name that ends in Z. <laughs> so so that list, uh, they narrow down the list to where you can be the number one or the top of that particular list. You slice and dice the data in such a way that whatever your product or services uh, service is, that you are able to say that you are at the top of that list. You are the number one in that category. So if you make if you make the categories unique enough, small enough, strange enough, right? Then you can say, you know, like for instance, uh, I think probably most of us are familiar with Amazon, where it says I'm an Amazon bestseller in my category, right? So in your category of children's books that are no bigger than four inches by seven inches, I'm the best-selling book in that particular category. So those are the kind of things that we've talked about. It's it's It matters what list you're on, but we had a conversation this week on social media in the midst of all of this that's going on with the pandemic and everybody else talking about uh, the world news and some of the things that are going on. We had a social media conversation around marketing and what ego bait is and isn't and is it really is it really worth anything? So in the 70s and 80s, there was a marketing trend where they would say, you know, uh, like for instance, there was a Uniroyal tire, and that Uniroyal tire had a self-sealing uh, material inside of the tire, so that when you ran over something, it would pun- uh, uh, the puncture would be sealed by this gummy material that was layered or coated on the inside of the tire. Now. The advertising that got them into trouble was it says it seals 50% faster, okay? And that's all it said. It seals 50% faster for, you know, it keeps theoretically what it's saying is is that if you have a competition out there, this one seals 50% faster. But it didn't say what it sealed 50% faster than, you know, 50% faster than a water balloon, 50% faster than a donut. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't really matter because they didn't compare it to anything and 
the advertising council and attorney generals and all kinds of other people came back down on them and said you can't make statements like that because there's no data to back it up and there's no uh, information that you can actually so it's sort of deceptive practices uh, with the the consumer so they were forced to stop running those ads so dissolves 50% faster works 50% faster works you know three times as fast fall asleep 100% faster than you know and then you don't have anything that it's comparing to so all of that deceptive practice has all gone away and it's been kind of replaced with what we call now this ego bait i can get you to listen because i can use a headline that says we're the number one company you know uh number one on this particular list and this particular list then you have to look at the details you know what is the you know rated number one by the uh the 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 center for uh, controlled substances in Conshohocken County in Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay, so if you get it down narrow enough, you can actually be the number one in that particular category, and that's the definition of ego bait. Ego bait means that I am getting, uh, I'm putting the word out there on the street that if you buy this product it's better than the perception it's better than the competition because it made the top of this list and there's been a lot of uh you know things like this in the past that have talked about you know uh the greatest movie in the world says rolling stone magazine or you know things like that where they take phrases out of context and they use them for you know ads and testimonials and other things so during this week when we were talking about ego bait that was the number one is that if you are the biggest fish you can possibly be in the smallest pond so get the you know if you are a if you're one fish in a 100,000-gallon aquarium, it's a big difference than being the biggest fish in a you know, teacup, you know, if you're in four ounces of water. So that's why the ego bait works, and it does work. It, it attracts our psyche. It, it, we want to believe. We want to associate ourselves with the, the best, the winners. The, that's why Mercedes sells luxury and BMW sells luxury luxury and performance and we want to be the most powerful the most aggressive the most you know hugs the road the best uh, the the most uh, appealing the all of those adjectives that we use in our marketing we want it to be uh, part of this which is the ego bait that we talk about and if we can find the lists and that's why it's really important that you control the list itself so one of the things that's the trends that's been happening lately is that there are companies out there that are actually creating lists that you know uh, solar companies that have done more than you know one megawatt of installs per month for an average of 12 months solar companies so you you get you find out what company that you're working with and you try and craft a list around that particular company so that anybody else that's competing would be somewhere below them in that category those are the things that 
defying ego bait. And that's when you can use that for marketing and say, you know, voted number one. Um, I think most of us have seen, and I, I hope you have anyway, if if your city or town that you live in still has a printed newspaper, they probably have once a year a campaign to say, voted best you know, uh, car repair center, voted best restaurant, voted best, you know, whoever they are. They, they do these categories and they put these categories together and then they make the lists and they put them in the print newspaper. There's also a company out there that is called Business Times that has made a, a, a veritable fortune on printing um, the book of lists, which is, you know, the top golf courses in the united states and then you have to read the ranking by which they're classified you know the the inc 500 list everybody kind of knows what that is the forbes 400 list those kind of lists that have credibility the sexiest man alive list from people magazine the you know although there's probably politics involved in all of those in the backside there's a known parameter right if you make a new york bestseller uh if you write a New York bestseller and it gets on the New York bestselling, then you know kind of what that criteria is. And if not, pretty easily you can find out. If you get a gold record or a platinum record, those are achievements that have a basis in how many albums are sold or how many downloads or, you know, so there's a list and it's pretty easy to find those you know, category, I mean, those uh, criteria by which those lists are, are created. Then you can get to the real obscure ones and you can do things like we were talking about earlier, which is, you know, the best, you know, car repair center on Main Street. <laughs> and guess what? There's only two. <laughs> so then the next criteria is, you know, in the fine print, based on the square footage, a number of employees that are, you know, that have been working there for over two years. <laughs> those types of those types of disclaimers. Because then you can if you make the category, you know, unique enough, small enough, and and you make the criteria unique enough, then you can build a list and be at the top of that list. Then you can use that for your marketing aspects. So during the, the conversation that we had, we had a lot of conversation about, is it ethical? Is it legitimate? Why does it work? Because it, it obviously is working or people wouldn't keep doing it. And the reason why we figured out that it works is because what we talked about before, and that's the psychology behind it, that we want to be, uh, we want to buy the detergent that removes the most stains, right? The the most powerful stain remover, the one that has the the best, you know, that has the best uh, fresh smell longest, you know, when it sits in the linen cabinet for X number of weeks and you take it out and boy, that towel still smells fresh. We want to be, uh, we want to buy those products that are listed as the best, as the, you know, the best stain fighter, the best, you know, so arbitrarily. And then also it works because of the same, the same psychology of the ego bait also works in conjunction, hand in hand, with influencers, with people that are doing celebrity endorsements. Why does... You know, why do kids line up and wait for the next sneaker to drop? You know, because their favorite 
you know star their favorite athlete wears that particular sneaker and it's like okay i've got to have that because a it's in limited demand it's in limited supply so it's a high demand and b because it has you know kobe bryant's name on it it's going to be the commemorative shoe that you know it's going to be the last one ever created and or the michael jordan when he was you know playing for the bulls and it's the it's the next air jordan that's coming out or it's the you know most unique you know, one that has a, a limited run. So we have all of this with ego plus on top of. So if the perception is the product or service is the best on a particular list, then you get two hits. You get two bites at the apple. One, you get to say, we're at the top of this list. And two, if you have a celebrity endorsement or a social media presence, you end up with other people saying, I've got these, you should have them too. Or I have this product or service, or I drive one of these. Why is it that you know Matthew McConaughey does you know the Lincoln uh, commercials for or Lincoln, um, you know, motor company, because they're they're paying that person as a spokesman because they believe that his influence over other people they want to be as cool as he is they they want to drive the same kind of cool vehicle they want to and if it's in their price range or if they can reach to that goal then they can be just like matthew mcconaughey because not only is it the you know most powerful most sexy most whatever it is on the list but you also then have a celebrity endorsement that works hand in hand then you get that extra kick that ex- second site second bite at the apple which means okay i can do this because i have you know uh social media or influencers that are saying you should be cool like me and i'm already using the marketing for the ego bait because of course you want to be cool these are this is what the cool kids are wearing that's why certain trends and fashions in fashion and other things take place right why do people line up all the way around the block and wait for the new iphone to come out not because their you know, iPhone 10 or 11 or whichever one they have now isn't working. It's because they need to have the latest, the greatest, and the best. Why? Because they so associate with that brand. They are so bought in with Apple. They're so bought in to the brand. And they know that that is the coolest, best you know, one to have, right? So if you've got the latest and the greatest, then then you are in that, in that group, in that that group of people that has it on the first day it's out or the first day or the first week or you're able to post and say i got mine and here i'm unboxing it or you know so there's that social gratification that you're getting for being that and you're getting that ego being played to you by saying i stood in line and got this and i'm one of the first ones now think about three weeks after the release does anybody still are there anybody still unboxing their their new iphone no usually not you know you might see the the scattered you know remote post every once in a while but the lines are gone the you know no one's waiting in line at the store the night before at midnight lining up for the store to open at eight o'clock the next morning so they can get the new iphone they just walk in and they trade in their old one and they get a new one and they go home and they turn it on and they get everything gets you know set up the way it's supposed to but it's that that rush that you get from the new from the brand new being the first being you know associated with that particular brand 
And that's why the ego actually works. That's why ego bait, uh, ego bait actually works. Because if I can advertise that I'm the best in some category, if I can advertise that I'm the strongest, the fastest, the you know whatever it happens to be, then there's a group of people that that is going to appeal to. I'm going to appeal to the group of people that want the fastest phone, that has the fastest processing power. I'm going to appeal to a group of people that has the you know uh, best screen quality that it gives me the best camera you know those kind of things i mean since when do we advertise or since when do we buy a phone for the camera capability well it must be now because now they don't even talk about how great the connection is they don't talk about what service you're connected to what they talk about is the new you know 20g phone that from android that has this incredible camera with 500 times zoom or whatever it has to have whatever it happens to have but it talks the entire ad is not about the phone it's about the camera on the phone and they're not selling cameras they're selling phones they're selling these devices that we carry around in our pockets where we can send text messages where we can send pictures and videos and yes do we take a lot of pictures sure we do that's the world that we've come to know and love where we live in and we do a lot of videos on our phone but at the end of the day it started off as a communication device it started off as you dial 10 digits and somebody on the other end picks it up can you imagine you know alexander graham bell now talking about what it must be like to have a phone in your pocket that does all of these things where before it used to be just trying to get in touch with somebody else so you could hear their voice on the other end and now it's like uh, i saw a a meme the other day where it says i have this fantastic device in my pocket and it does this it you know takes pictures and it sends uh text messages and it does videos and everything is oh and by the way you can also use it as a phone but who does that anymore <laughs> so it was like you know we still call them phones but i'm not sure that's what we actually use them for primarily anymore that's so crazy but that's where this comes from that's where this this term ego bait has has a rot has arisen out of the marketing uh, world that we live in because we're trying to appeal to the ego of both the consumers and the prospects so people that are that have already decided to buy and they buy the product you want to show them that they bought the best of the best of the best and you want to make those lists and all the other things that go along with that to keep reinforcing the fact that they made a positive buying decision by buying your product or service and then you you also want to use that as leverage for those that haven't yet made a buying decision and then you can say well we're the best in this category we do this this and this better than everybody else and we have you know all of these people look at all these people that have come before you that have made this positive decision i'm playing to your ego by saying well why aren't you i mean joe's got one why don't you have one right so that's where that ego bait comes from and it's been very successful in the marketing um, lexicon for the last oh i'm going to say probably three to five years this has started to uh, arise has started to come out as a uh, marketing strategy where we actually uh, have companies now that are building these lists and and creating categories and then doing these surveys and you know they also the other thing too is on the surveys which goes along with that 
if you survey 500 uh, actual customers that are using your product or service and you find out what it is that you know they like about it or love about it or makes them want to use your product or service even more then you can create categories around those particular services which then reinforces their buying decision like we talked about and at the same time you let you do marketing for other people like them now there's always the one-offs and there's always the ones that are the anomalies outside of the the mainstream of the data so you have the person who buys the new iphone because it has it's a great phone well, I don't know for sure if that's the case, but there are people out there that you know still use their phone as a phone, and they like the iPhone because it has you know ease of use and it makes great phone calls and there's good sound quality and clarity and okay, well that's probably the anomaly now because at the end of the day, uh, I'd say there's probably millions and millions more pieces of information going in the form of data than there are going in form of you know voice. <laughs> voice to voice type of connections although we still talk on the phone a lot uh, i would say that the vast majority of our day is spent in other modes of communication rather than actually talking on the phone especially if you're under a certain age now if you're at a, a person of a certain age like myself we probably tend to speak on the phone a lot more because we grew up with that we grew up coming from that that telecom world where it uh, you know kind of fit into our our world so in conclusion kind of wrapping things up here for ego bait the conversation went like this why do we do it well we do it because it works yeah is it ethical and there was a lot of questions around ethic around the ethics of it i mean at the end of the day it's truthful if you but it can be very narrowing right if you if you have the the narrowest of categories and you're the number one in that category then there is a gray area in the ethics because you don't have a big data sample so if you want to take a scientific approach you obviously need a bigger data sample so there was a lot of conversation online this week you know talking about the ethics of it but the bottom line is we know it works and the reason reason we know it works is because being able to say those types of phrases grabs the attention of the consumer and reinforces the buying decision for those that have already bought. We know that works. So I don't see it going away anytime soon. So what do I suggest is find the category that your product or service fits in, get a list together of you know the tw top 25 or 50 something where you can actually be the number one in that particular category and then you can use that according to the data that you can then you know say in the fine print you know based on these particular parameters you know we were the number one in this category that way you can use the bold headline of we're the number one in the category and then you can use the fine print which is much like what they do when they advertise you know automobiles and other things where you have the announcer speak very fast at the end or you have the little fine print on the bottom where you it takes a magnifying glass to read it because what they're saying is is that you know, although I'm advertising this car for only $269 a month, that's not the model we're showing because the model we're showing is, you know, fully equipped and all these other things. And it's probably $600 a month. But we just wanted to show you that you can get into this type of car for this particular price at this particular, you know, low, low end um, category and get in this car at this brand of car at this particular price. Now, 
how many of those cars do they actually sell at that actual price? Hard to say. I don't think anybody's actually tracking that data. Versus once they get you into the showroom, they say, well, of course, we do have that model over here at $269 a month. But let me show you what just another $100 a month will get you. Or let me show you what you can have. You know, oh, you want windows that go down automatically. Or you want a push-button start. Or you want an automatic transmission. Or you want air conditioning. Or all those things they used to sell on an upgrade that now have become as a standard basis model in most cars but that's the way they you know advertise they they work through you know those particular things so it's a little bit of you know on the gray area of those ethics that we talked about but at the end of the day everybody agreed um, it works so you should do it so we should embrace it we should come up with a category and a list we should be the top of that list and then we should advertise the heck out of it that we're the top of that list in that particular category um if you have comments or questions on this, I really would love to have you weigh in because it is a lot of fun uh, having these follow-up questions after and comments afterwards. So get on at Sales with Sully on all of the social media, Instagram, of course, Facebook, Twitter. That's where we get a lot of our comments through Twitter, at Sales with Sully. You can find me there on all of the uh, uh, all of the social medias. Of course, you can go to inspirednewsradio.com and you can leave your comments there for us. You can click on wherever you get your podcasts. You can go down to the bottom of the page and hit subscribe. That way we know for sure, or you will know for sure, every time we drop a new show for you and you can be part of the conversation. And you can also find me on LinkedIn under Scott Sullivan. I am not hard to find on all those social media presence. And we have all the links to all of those social media right here on inspirednewsradio.com. Thank you so much for listening. I couldn't do what I do without you, the listener, each and every week. Right here on Inspired News Radio, we bring you uh, a show put together by you, the listeners, every week. We take your comments, your questions, uh, everything that you have to say, and we kind of bat it around during the week on social media, and then we come back and and put those thoughts down and put them together on a uh, podcast and then put it out there every week. So without you, I couldn't do what I do. I appreciate it. And remember, like I say every week, go out and sell something. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.